0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning into Francoach's Franchising 101 podcast series. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Francoach, and your podcast host. Uh, Today, we're excited. We have another episode of our segment of the series called In Their Words. In this segment, we hear directly from Francoach clients who've become franchise owners. We're going to talk all about their backgrounds, what led them to consider franchise ownership, how they navigated the process with the Francoach team as well as what franchise they've chosen and how it has gone so far. Today's guest is relatively new into the franchising world, just signed his agreement last week, um, and has and is still overcoming some obstacles around licensing, funding, and even everyone's favorite pandemic, COVID. Uh, but despite all this, is all set to open up uh, the new franchise in early 2021. Uh, but before we tell you that story, we definitely have to tell you this one. So Francoach, who are we? Uh, we are a national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We're partnered with over 500 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 60 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the best franchise to own for them. And our goal of the Franchising 101 podcast series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. Joining us today is... Gentlemen, down in lovely Valrico, Florida, and is the brand spanking new owner of Arkadac, um,
1: Mr. Nick Johnson.
0: Nick, how are you today, sir?
1: I am great, thanks, Tim. How are you doing?
0: I'm uh, good. There was a lot of lot of words from my little COVID lungs right now to uh, to bat <laughs> out, so I'm glad I'm about done talking and we'll get you get what you get you going with everything, man. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. How's uh, how's life in Florida today?
1: It's great, you know. It's chilly for us Floridians here in the fifties. Uh, most people would love it, but it's it's downright cold right now for us.
0: It um, and as a uh, part-time resident of uh, your area and and also a resident of Arizona, I love fake winter where it's like, ooh, I need a I need to put on a little hoodie because it's in the fifties, <laughs> and everybody uh, much north of us usually uses a particular finger to point at us when we start talking like that so right. uh, um so so cool well, i um, appreciate you joining us man want to hear um kind of all about your your journey with with uh with with this and on your way to franchise ownership um maybe kind of give give everybody a little 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 peek at, at at kind of your background um professionally that kind of got us to this point
1: Yeah, thank you very much for having me as well. You know, it's been a it's been a great journey, and I've certainly appreciated everything that you've done along the way and helped us out. I was uh, I've been in big box retail the majority of my career um, over thirty years uh, as an executive with a lot of big box retailers, and you know I had an opportunity as the company was purchased, my last company, and uh, I was released from duty and and given. compensation I had a chance to sit back and go wow what do I really want to be or do when I grow up and uh, I had always kind of in the back of my mind thought about being a franchise owner but never really took the step and uh, when you and I first chatted that's when I realized that you know this is a great chance for me to look at it and see if it's really viable and uh, that was the beginning of the process.
0: Awesome Um, and I guess when when we first started talking it was looking was kind of end of uh, <clears throat> end of August first, first of September. Um, what were your kind of, I guess maybe if you were thinking, hey, we we're kind of looking into this and here's this, here's this Tim guy calling me, let's let's figure this out. If you would have kind of placed place uh, placed some odds on you being a franchise owner right now back in, uh, in the end of August when we first talked, what do you think that what do you
1: think you would have put those odds at? Probably about twenty five percent. I was interested, as I always say, but not committed. Um, I didn't. I didn't really believe that I could overcome what I thought were a lot of the challenges of franchise ownership.
0: Well, talk about that. What were some of the things that that you you looking from the outside looking in at franchise ownership um, you thought might be the things that would stop you?
1: Uh, well, the first one was the cost. I, I had this feeling in my head that there was. This tremendous outlay of money in order to purchase franchise, which I found is not always the case. Um, I thought that you know there were certain requirements for owning a franchise that were unrealistic, which were not the case. Um, and then honestly, it, you know, it's not something I've ever owned my own business. I worked for big box retailers and, and done a lot of stuff in my life, but I've never owned my own business. So I wasn't sure if the skill set I had was. Uh, going to match and turns out it better than matches. So <laughs> <laughs> we're good.
0: Yeah. The, the and I would say that's the, the, and the reason why I asked that is because those are, those are, those are pretty common things, especially, especially the cost. And then, you know, you had spent your career in big box retail and some, some really big companies, right. If you spouted off a couple of those, but, um, there's, you know, people people are going to recognize those, and so to take that skill set um, and try to transfer that into another industry in the corporate world is really challenging. Um, but when f- kind of figure out what's what, what you're good at, what you enjoy doing, um, you you were running a big chunk of somebody else's business. So that, that, that to me, that's always the easy part. The skill set's there. It's kind of figuring out what that what that really should look like and then kind of getting that match right so and and one of the things and this is really common too you know initially when we talked based on your experience coming out of retail kind of thought the franchise had to be retail related well i've been in retail therefore it must be in retail but we pretty quickly found out that wasn't the case um and, and maybe it's kind of go back to when we got to the point of introducing you to franchises. And I think we started with four and and one of which was, was, was retail. What were your thoughts when like, okay, here's, here's the four. Um, do you, can you think back to what your kind of where your mind went with those?
1: Yeah. You know, and as you said, I really was in a comfort zone around a mindset of I should stick with retail. That's what I'm good at. That's what I've done for 30 years. Right. But as we began to look at these that you set in front of us, um, of course, I gravitated directly to the retail. But then I started to really look at what I was going to do every day, and that's what really changed my mind. I think, and and I, I believe the retail one was the first one that we dismissed. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> yeah, and
0: you—that's—and that's more common than than people realize, right? And and you, then you you it, it kind of, there's a, there's a point where I think this stuff starts kind of kicking in, but you, you said it, it's like, okay, well, what am I really doing every day? Right. I, I always refer to it as the get out of bed test, right? You're going to get out of bed. You're going to go to work at your business. Um, just because you always went to a retail place doesn't mean that's where you need to go. Um, and so you're, and you're right that the, the retail one was the fir- first one eliminated. Um, and then, what was it, um, and and ultimately you kind of went into, um, and I don't think it really took us too much longer after 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 that to kind of get it narrowed a little bit more. But but ArchiDAC kind of clearly became the one. Um, I guess maybe give everybody a, a quick little. Let's, let's, let's hear your owner elevator pitch for Archadek. Tell, tell everybody what I, – I know what it is and wish you were in my backyard doing some stuff for, at my house, but tell everybody what architect is and then maybe kind of walk us through what – how would you know that was the one?
1: That's, that's a great question, but for me, it was it – really, I think, and you said this early on in the process, is you're going to just know it's just going to present itself and it's not going to be a choice It's just going to be the one and and that was the case here architect is um, a company that does outdoor living space either building or remodeling so building decks or patios or sunrooms or outdoor kitchens um, really where especially during these tough times in covid a lot of folks are spending a lot of time or wanting to spend a lot of time it's a great business and and for me it's very exciting i grew up in a family of contractors. My dad was a contractor, carpenter, developer. So I've been in the business quite some time early on in my, my first part of my career when I was very, very young. And uh, so I, I love it. And it's something that I'm very passionate about. And I do a lot of do it yourself stuff at home. And so when this one came up and I looked at how they created it, the professionalism of the company, and uh, just really overall what it is I would do every day, it, it was obvious choice for me which is
0: perfect and 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 it's the and, and I think one of the other things that we had talked about that kind of drew you to this is just the 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 quality of what's being done. I, I just this is one and and maybe I'm a little kind of skewed towards this because I'm personally going through it in in my backyard right now um, where there's uh, not an architect franchisee anywhere near me. So I've got like Bob the builder outside doing some stuff and if you If you kind of walked around the, the, the patio they just did around the new pool, I think Bob the Builder was drunk <laughs> doing the concrete right because it's, it it's like a little roller coaster <laughs> with stuff, right? Um, and the, just the overall quality of work um, that, that that architect brings to the table, you no, know, that was a, that was a huge thing for you as well. Yes, um, I
1: did not want to be a price leader. I wanted to have a quality product, and this company absolutely represents that. They have design and architectural services available, 2D, 3D renderings. I mean, just the capability alone of putting something in front of a customer and saying, this is what this could look like. And then the building itself, uh, all absolutely uh, over-spec, over-code, absolutely incredible product, and so very exciting. Cool, and then
0: part of the process, just for maybe people that don't know, is, is I mean, from the time we introduce people to franchises until we get to the end, it's six weeks or so, um, and I think probably took us about probably pretty, pretty close to to, to that long. Um, I, and I think the only thing that kept it from being a little faster is. Um, you you got you you got the Rona in there, right? And kind of slapped slapped you back a week. Um, unfortunately, right. For, fortunately, you're all, all good now. But um, but that kind of hit that. But that four to six week process towards the end, you get a chance to talk to existing owners for the franchise. Um, and I know that was a key element of this. For you, especially with, with Um what was what was that experience like, talking to other existing owners? That
1: was incredible. And uh, it really, I think I was down to two at the time. And the conversations with the owners really landed this for me because you get a feel for the culture of the company. And, and the owners, they'll tell you anything. I mean, they, if they don't like how they're being managed, they'll tell you. And if they love how they're being managed, they'll tell you. And to a T, to a person, every one of them said that, The company gave them exactly what they needed, let them do their jobs, was extremely happy with the mentality and how things were done and the support available. And then just the fact that they knew their numbers could speak to them, were really engaged. That's what I grew up in, in my retail life. And so it felt very good to me to be able to come on board with a company like that. But that was awesome. Good. Yeah. And
0: then the the last piece of that is the... Um, Discovery Day, um, I I think they use the term Confirmation Day, Meet the Team Day, something where you get a chance to meet everybody in their organization, right? Um, And again 2020 has made most of these things virtual which i know you did that um, virtually with with the architect team but but talk a little bit about what that experience was
1: like yeah you know the thing that you don't think about when you think about a franchise is that you know you're just as much on show or on stage as the company you're looking to choose Um, they award you the franchise you don't just get the right to buy it and So the opportunity to get in front of these folks and talk to everybody in the company, all the major players, from the CEO, all the way to the folks that are are looking at the drawings and, and just having a conversation with you, you get to decide, do I fit in that culture? And they get to decide, does he fit in that culture? And uh, that was really a great experience, Uh, just a chance to chat, understand what people do, but it was really more of relationship building than anything.
0: And then when when you ended that day, was there any doubt in your mind you were in the right? Spot? None
1: whatsoever. I absolutely <laughs> knew exactly this was where I wanted to be, what I wanted, and uh, it was a great experience. Good and 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 you know you know this too, but from from
0: architect standpoint, and you talked about this, franchises are awarded, and that's something that. I don't think many people realize or even consider it could be a thing. It's the, well, I'm just going to, you know, ah, they're just trying to sell me and, you know, just, I, I can write a check for the franchise fee whenever I want and they'll take it. And that's not the case, <clears throat> right? Um, and so they were extremely excited as well. And it's, it's early on. And, and sometimes I even say this on the first calls with folks is when you get all the way to the end, you really aren't going to make a decision. It's going to be just, clear this this is the one let's go and um, I'm sure you're no different than everybody else when I say that at the beginning kind of like roll your eyes like yeah whatever dude that's there's there's no way it's that simple but what happened at the end it was just the, the this was the this was the one right so um, so so very 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 cool and and again kudos to you too because the you you had some you had some obstacles along the way with with this franchise and, and like no kidding around you got sick right yeah. um, there's licensing requirements with Archidec in the state of Florida that are no joke either um, and you know you're going to get support from the franchisor but one of the things probably two biggest things that people don't realize with franchising that they're looking for is one can you just simply follow a plan um, and that's Hard for some people, right? But they have the proven plan. Can you follow it? And then can you have the ability to kind of step up and solve some problems? Um, you worked your tail off on on things from a from from a from a licensing standpoint, um, and in some of the cases, you were doing that stuff without knowing hundred percent sure it was ArchiDAC. What? How did you have the confidence to be able to take some extra time? on your own to do that investigation for for architect
1: well you know the last thing you want to do is get yourself in a position where you think you're in the right spot and all of a sudden there's 10 things that have to be done and three of them aren't possible <laughs> so if you don't do due diligence to yourself then you're putting yourself in a bad spot so i did the background i did the work um florida just happens to be a really really tough state there's a couple other ones out there around contracting so I'm glad I did it um, I found out that I was able to overcome it but th- there's a lot of folks that probably wouldn't be able to so it's a good move to make
0: well and there's a lot of people that wouldn't have taken the time um, and, and and again just that that openness and the willingness to to explore that was again, it was, again really is fantastic and I think it's one of the reasons why everybody knows that you're going to be super successful as a business owner because it's, it's not all rainbows and unicorns there, my (laughs) friend, right? You're going to have, you're going to, you're going to have some days where you're like, uh Oh, what do I do? And if you just, you know, again, sit, sit there on your butt waiting on somebody to tell you it's not going to happen. You got to be, be able to go to go figure it out. And I think, you know, from, from your experience with architect, you're going to have all the support in the world for, for that, but you, got to kind of figure it out so um and then you are you talked about hitting up uh training first part of the year and kind of getting everything launched in uh probably in march then yes uh,
1: late february early march was what we're hoping gotcha
0: so clearly, anybody in um, the Tampa, Florida area that needs something in their backyard, we need we, we now know
1: who we need exactly. to call. Exactly, and, and let me tell you, there's a lot of beautiful days here in Florida. So you might as well spend them outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even even
0: the the cold, bitter winter days of when it's you know in the 50s, it's still uh, it's it's still it's, it's still not too bad. To That's get right. Outside, I had to
1: break so. a jacket out today. That's crazy.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, are you okay? Right. <laughs> okay. Well <laughs> I'm 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 sure there's people listening to this right now that are uh giving us giving us the stink eye <laughs> for that. So but um but hey, they they could move to Florida or Arizona. Right. It's okay. So um yeah, as long as you're, you know, under the age of seventy, feel free <laughs> to move. We got enough of the other one. So um the um I, I guess the other question I wanted to kind of ask from, from your experience, right? If there's somebody out there that's thinking, geez, that'd be great to have my own business, but I, had, I don't know. I don't know if I could do it um, or if I should even look at it. What, what would you want to share with somebody who's listening to this that's considering franchise ownership but hasn't taken that step yet?
1: You know, I, I believe there's a couple things that you have to have to be a franchise owner. One is you have to be self-motivated. There's nobody going to wake up in the morning and push you and go, go, go to work, go do your thing. Um, and so then that really kind of sets the pace for getting prepared, opening the business and running the business. The second piece is you, you have to decide that this is still a job, right? It's, it's going to be a lot of work. It should be fun and it shouldn't feel necessarily like work, but it's going to be a lot of work. Don't think that owning a franchise is just sitting in an office and looking at reports um but if you are the type of person that feels like you can make something great even better that's probably the right road to take that's probably a franchise because you have to follow a plan but you can take that plan and tweak it and do little things and make it better and be very successful and i think that's what really excites me about it
0: yeah no absolutely and the the, the hard work piece is i mean from from our perspective we talk to smart successful people all day long we, we our, our our client base is not you know no offense to the cashier at walmart but that's not our that's not our demographic it's the directors the vps the c-level folks you don't get to that level in the corporate world by being lazy right, right? you you have the work ethic so and and if you can kind of now decide you want, Hey, I'd like to apply. If I'm going to be working my ass off, why not do it for myself? Right. Um, and build something for myself and have the potential to, you know, bring family members into, into play or legacy it to, um, or at the very least make gobs of money. And then when you're all done, sell it to somebody else. Right. So, um, so no, that's that I, I, I 100% agree with you on that. Um, but you just it's it's not it's not easy, right? And you can't just you know you, you can't sit on the couch eating Cheetos all day. You gotta you gotta put forth the effort. Um, and and I like your I mean you have to be self motivated, right? There, I mean franchises are gonna kind of help you and support you, but um, you you gotta get off your butt and go do it. So, and I know you're I know you're chomping at the bit to be able to do that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, with that, which will uh, will will be soon enough. so um, well coololman, um, th- I really seriously, Nick, I, I I can't thank you enough for spending th- get started with this. So thank you so much for for joining us today. No
1: thank, you. no, thank you, thanks for the opportunity and and very much thank you for all the help and support. I know I called you several times with <laughs> oh my God, the world's ending! But uh, <laughs> it didn't end. So it did. Good. It did. not No, no, that's that's, <laughs> that's the,
0: And hey, you're gonna have some of those days as as a, as, as a franchise owner too. So, um, cause tr- trust me, there's there there are days as as a business owner where it's. I mean, the, the, the thing and it's a little cliche is that, you know, hey, your worst day as a business owner is still, is still better than any day you had working for somebody else because um, you, right. you get to figure everything out if there's something that goes wrong. So, um, so thanks so much for that. And um, for all of our very loyal podcast listeners, we hope our Franchising 101 series continues to provide insight into the amazing possibilities that can be achieved as a franchise owner. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on your favorite podcast platform to ensure that you never miss an episode. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a franchise owner, then let's schedule a brief introductory call. Uh, Click the link in your podcast window, or you can find us online at francoach.net. There's never any fee for our service, so we encourage you to take that first step today to help create your better tomorrow. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe and have a great day.